welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty good show for you here today. And uh, we are going to talk about one of the uh, most popular topics that we discuss on this show, and that is LeBron James. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm the same one who keeps saying that, you know, why does he have to get all the attention? And uh, it's the NBA finals. We should be talking about that. And we will. Got another episode coming up on that. But um, this was very interesting. I felt I needed to touch on this, uh, this LeBron James story because of some interesting commentary that was made about him, as always, right? So anyway, before we get to that, you know what we got to do. If you're here on YouTube and you haven't already, please click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell. Please make sure that um, if you want the audio-only version of the podcast, you open up your audio podcast platform, do a quick search for the format podcast. We should come up, give us that thumbs up or that five-star review if you enjoy the content, and make sure you share with other people looking for a different voice from the sports media, not just kicking the same old stuff. You do all that, you know what happens. We find more sports fans, more sports fans find us. Now let's get right to it. Okay, so um, Gilbert Arenas, this is an interesting dude. Like he knows the game. He was a very good player when he played. He wasn't a winner, but he was an outstanding uh, player in terms of a skill guy. And um, he would really be a great fit for the modern NBA in terms of being able to isolate well and shoot the three in this um in this uh this this league of spread floors and and shooting tons of threes and volume shooting and all that and he, he would be awesome in this era but um his career obviously his playing career is over but he's making he's making his uh impact on the nba in another way he's a, a podcaster he's an analyst and um he always has a lot of interesting things to say sometimes he sounds completely nuts sometimes he makes a lot of sense this is one of those times where i uh vehemently disagree with him so um, recently, Gilbert Arenas was on a show and he was talking uh, about how bad coaching is ruining a lot of NBA players. And one of the things that he touched on was when we get into the GOAT debate, one of the things that we take for granted and don't pay attention to is coaching, right? Um, for instance, you can look at a guy like Magic Johnson played most of his career with Pat Riley, who is um, basically one of the best NBA people, not just coaches, obviously not one of the best players, but one of the best people to ever be involved in the NBA. Quick, quick thing on Pat Riley, over 25% of all NBA finals, Pat Riley's been involved in, whether as a coach, a player or an executive. That is crazy. Talk about an NBA lifer, right? But anyway, Magic Johnson had, uh, I think he won four championships with Pat Riley. So he had an all time great coach. Um, obviously, we look at uh, Tim Duncan won all five of his championships with Coach Popovich. Um, Kobe won all five of his championships with uh, 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 Phil Jackson and Mike, of course, Michael Jordan won all six of his championships with Phil Jackson. So you look at some of the all time best and you say, well, these guys had the benefit of outstanding coaching. Um, if you go back further, uh, the great Bill Russell, he won all of his champions, just about all of his championships with um, Red Auerbach, either as a coach or right there behind him. Uh, as an executive when um, I think he won his final championship as a player coach, that being Bill Russell. Anyway, um, so Gilbert Arenas had some pretty interesting commentary on that. Let's go ahead, listen to what Gilbert Arenas had to say, and then we'll come back and break it down. You're, we're sitting here like, we're to, we, like when we're talking about legacies and we're talking about top fives, right? Okay. We're talking about top fives and we do all this back and forth, what team is this and this, and you're not, no one's factoring in coaches. The greats are being coached by greats while their comparisons has been coached by nobody. Mm. So the reference of information mm. is not here, right? So if Pop, you know, Pop is giving Wimby all of his knowledge from all these years, that's an advantage to his greatness versus everybody else. 
who has no reference. Like LeBron's reference of basketball knowledge is him learning himself, yeah. not Phil Jackson. He has rookie coaches every step of the way. So what we're seeing is his greatness by himself. That has to be factored in when we argue. Okay, so um, if you listen to this show, you know one of the things I'm constantly pointing out is how somehow LeBron is consistently absolved of his failures and his flameouts, and the blame always manages to go somewhere else. So this is a prime example of that. We hear Gilbert Arena saying that LeBron never had the benefit of having the elite coaching. Now, Isaiah Thomas is another guy, the legend Isaiah Thomas, is another guy who has made that kind of similar argument. Isaiah's point was, you know, LeBron never had the benefit of having those coaches, so where did he get the knowledge from? You know, he based, that shows his basketball genius. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that because we know that, um, well, it, it's my firm belief that as much as Isaiah Thomas is an all-time great, he's a brilliant basketball mind. A big part for me of his lauding of LeBron is not so much LeBron's greatness, and LeBron is great and has had an all-time great career, but it's more to take shots at Michael Jordan. But that's a different story entirely. So anyway, um, when Gilbert Arenas talks about LeBron James and not having the elite coaching, right? <clears throat> I think that's kind of disingenuous in some ways, right? Um, so I'm gonna get into LeBron's coaching in a minute, but he talked about Phil Jackson. So this, this is one of the things that really drives me up the wall when people make this argument and try to put LeBron ahead of Michael Jordan. Um, they say that, well, Michael Jordan had Phil Jackson as a coach, but what we're being disingenuous with is realistically, who was Phil Jackson before he got Michael Jordan? Phil Jackson had never even been a head coach in the NBA before. He was a rookie head coach. And if you remember in the clip, uh, Gilbert Arenas made commentary as to LeBron having rookie head coaches at every every stop, every situation, right? So anyway, Phil Jackson was a rookie head coach when he got Michael Jordan. So eh, wrong answer there. That's not going to make it, right? Um, coach Popovich, who I believe uh, personally is actually a slightly better head coach than Phil Jackson. I don't believe that Phil Jackson is the greatest coach of all time, as ridiculous as that sounds, despite the fact that he's got, what, 11 championships. Uh, for me, um, Phil Jackson is not the greatest coach. He's the greatest manager of players, right? Which is an important part of coaching, but I don't believe he was as good at X's and O's as a, a Larry Brown or a Greg Popovich, or maybe even an Eric Spolstra. There's, there's guys that you can put ahead of Phil Jackson when it comes to the X's and O's, but um, Phil Jackson was such an outstanding uh, manager of egos and personalities and that in my estimation is what allowed him to have the tremendous level of success that he did playing with um playing with uh excuse me not playing but coaching the type of players that he did but anyway um so phil jackson he was a rookie when he got uh michael jordan uh coach pop he was a rookie when he got uh, uh uh excuse me david robinson and then of course tim duncan came along he hadn't won anything till he got those guys right and then he continued winning with tim duncan um, Pat Riley hadn't won uh, a championship as a coach when he became the head coach. Who did he have? He had Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? That sure helps a lot. Um, so you look at it and these guys that Gilbert Arenas was pointing to, these guys weren't legendary coaches when they began coaching. So the players that they had, they, they walked into great players. So it's disingenuous to say, well, you know, uh, those guys had those guys and LeBron, he didn't have any. Okay. So now here's the deal, right? Um, Gilbert Arena says LeBron has to keep playing with rookie head coaches. So let me, let me go ahead and name, uh, 
some of the coaches, well, I'm going to name all the coaches that LeBron has had in his playing career. And let's keep in mind now, LeBron just finished his 20th season and he's had nine head coaches already. Now, for a guy who's supposed to be the GOAT, I don't think he's the GOAT, but a lot of people say that. For a guy who's supposed to be the GOAT, it's real interesting that he's running through head coaches like this. But we'll get back to that. So um, some of his head coaches, Paul Silas, who consistently got teams to the playoffs when he was head coach of the Hornets. Mike Brown, who we just saw win, win coach of the year. Uh, David Blatt, multiple time coach of the year in Europe in the Israeli league, which is one of the best basketball leagues in Europe. Really good X's and O's guy. Brendan Malone, not a great head coach, so I'll give you that one. Darvin Ham, he's a rookie head coach. Ty Lu, who we've seen is a very good coach. He's been a very good assistant. Obviously, he won a championship with LeBron. Uh, Luke Walton, who, you know, he, he wasn't a great head coach. He basically got he got his head coaching gig off of uh, being the head, the interim head coach of the Warriors during that 72 and the 72 and 10, the 73 and 9 season back in uh, 2016 when Steve Kerr was out for some months. So um, I'll give you that one. Uh, Frank Vogel, who is a very good coach, took um, the Indiana Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals and ran into LeBron and the Heatles. Um, of course, Eric Spolstra, two-time champion, you know, so it's not like LeBron has had bums for coaches. So we got to stop this. Now, here's the deal, right? When people throw this argument at me, well, LeBron hasn't had coaches. No, 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 no. It's not that. LeBron is not coachable. He's not easy to be coached at all. Like we want to push this narrative that LeBron is the, just this perfect dude. He's not coachable because he can't play within a system. Have we noticed that? He has to be the system. It's only now that he's getting old and he physically does not have the energy to be the entire system anymore that he's more willing to play within a system. And again, it's only because physically his body can't hold up. And, and that's fair enough, right? Because 20 years, all these miles, all these buckets, uh, two and a half years of playoff runs, right? That's like an extra two and a half seasons on his body. So I, I get all that. But the point is, when we talk about the coaching, it's disingenuous, right? Now, we look at it. So LeBron is supposed to be the GOAT. We argue that he's never had coaching, but guess what? He got Mike Brown fired. He got Paul Silas fired. He got Luke Walton fired. He got Frank Vogel fired. After Frank Vogel won a championship, Brendan Malone, he got him fired. David Blatt, he got fired. After they went to the finals, right? He got him fired the following season. Um, Darvin Ham, it's left to be seen what happens with him, but Darvin Ham, um, I think he, he's a tough guy and, and a good coach so far. He's got a good defensive mentality, but I, I truly believe, I, I don't have anything to hang this on, but I believe if he had gotten LeBron uh, five years ago, he probably would have got him fired too, because the only reason that LeBron is kind of um, doing more of what Darvin Ham wants or allowing Darvin Ham to coach the way he coaches is because physically, like I said, LeBron's body can't keep up. So um we know the story about uh lebron going into pat riley's office when he was in his first year in miami along with uh, d wade and uh, chris bosh and lebron asking pat riley you know do you ever get the itch to coach again and then pat riley having to line up the entire heat team not call one player out but we know who that was line up the entire heat team and kind of go in on him and tell him hey nobody comes up to my office and and tries to get me to fire a coach you know so we look at this, LeBron has consistently gotten coaches fired, but of course, he's never gonna get the blame for that, right? Because like I always say, who's got it better than LeBron, right? He's not gonna get the blame for that. So what, what I'm getting back around to is, we get this disingenuous notion, and this wasn't cool that Gilbert Arenas did this, but Gilbert Arenas is doing what so many in the media have done, what so many LeBron fans do, is pass the buck, right? 
Um, LeBron has gotten, let's see here, one, two, uh, three, um, four, five, six. He's gotten six coaches fired and tried to get a seventh fired. Now, if you are this, some people say the second best player of all time, some people say the best player of all time. If you're all of that, right? Why are you running through coaches this way? There's a thing called the common denominator. If it can't work with you and all these coaches, maybe the issue is LeBron. Now, no one, again, no one is saying he's not a great player, but if he has this issue with all these different coaches, and, and these are guys that have been around the league, some as players and then coaches, some just as coaches, some as longtime assistants, et cetera, et cetera, guys who've had success coaching overseas, now, I get it in the case of David Black, coaching in Europe is different than coaching in the NBA. But the fact is, David Black knows the game X's and O's wise. But what? LeBron James, he's like, yo, you don't need X's and O's. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to run this, right? And wh what are you going to do? Especially not with a prime LeBron. When David Black was his coach, LeBron was in, you know, some of his best form. So my whole point is, Gilbert Arenas, you were super disingenuous with this. We got to stop this narrative that LeBron walks on water. He does nothing wrong. He hasn't had coaching. He hasn't had this. He hasn't had that. He's supposed to be the GOAT, but he never has enough, right? Have we noticed this? He never has enough help from teammates. He never has a good enough coach. He never has this. He never has that. Um, he's got to make the call. When I, when I talk to people and say, um, I, I don't like the fact that he's played GM all these years. They, they tell me, well, he had to do that because the GMs on his organizations, other than for the most part, Miami, they were all terrible. But again, how is this keep ending up that it's always someone else's fault? This is what we got to look at. So anyway, um, what I want to know from you is, what do you think of this? Do you think that the issue is really that LeBron hasn't had good coaches or is the issue that LeBron is not coachable? Um, leave your comments in the comment section. Can't wait to hear them. I'm going to get with you next episode and I'm out. Peace.